ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Low Sodium Show. <clears throat> I am your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler, and uh, we got a great show tonight. We're going to talk about advanced drop shotting, and and what I consider advanced drop shotting uh, to be um, is much less uh, where or how you do it, it's with what you do with it. Um, very important. Um we're also going to start talking about spy baiting a little bit. A little breakdown of what it is. It is the hottest um, technique coming out of Japan right now for clear water bass. Please understand that. This is for clear water bass. And also, let me give you fair warning. Um, whenever my, my, uh, my co-host decides to show up, uh, he's got a job that, you know, that he has to pay the bills, of course. Um, that uh, myself and 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 Matt Trucks Yak Chum are uh, hardcore <clears throat> to the bone uh, blue shirt, aka New York Ranger fans. And of course, tonight is the NHL Finals uh, for the Stanley Cup Game One against uh, uh, the Kings and. So if you hear me go, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, in the middle of talking, it's because something big's happening. Um, I'm a huge, huge hockey fan, uh, and and huge Rangers fan, and to see him go to the cup is just awesome. <laughs> um, so please bear with me, folks. Anyway, let's look at it like this. Let's have a great night. Let's get it started. Uh, with that being said, welcome Mike Ambrose, Mike. It's great to have you on here, buddy. And I would like to uh, say hello to our newest supporter as well. Um, Hunt Fish Paddle has joined up with the, uh, the Low Sodium Show as a supporter. Um, this is they're, they're actually the first ones. They're not a personal s- sponsor of myself. They're actually sponsoring and supporting, uh, not, not sponsoring, but supporting um, the Low Sodium Show, which is amazing. Uh, I, I, we finally did it. We finally did it, Mom. We finally did it. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, it's huge uh, to have them on board. And we will have a uh, hopefully long and prosperous uh, uh, relationship together. You know? Uh, I haven't you know promote, proposed to them yet, but... <laughs> we have a great show, like I said. Welcome to Huntfish Paddle. And with that being said, we need to take our first break. When we come right back, we're going to jump right into advanced drop shotting. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Yeah, boy, I can find my sound bite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. So, folks, we just joined forces with Hunt Fish Paddle here on the Low Sodium Show, and they've stepped up. They're going to step up, and uh, and so are we on the Low Sodium Show. With that being said, go to HuntFishPaddle.com. Check them out. They're an American company right out of uh, uh, Wiley, South Carolina. Adam's a cool dude. Some really great prices on some gear and extremely good shipping as well. They get the stuff out quick, which is great. Check them out. Go to huntfishpedal.com. Again, also, you hear it here first. There's a discount code that you can put in there for a 10% discount on tonight's new subject, spy baiting. The Dual Realist uh, 80 Spy Bait. Uh, it has a 10% off code just put type in low sodium and you'll get that 10 percent again check out huntfishpaddle.com like them on facebook at huntfishpaddle for more information 
Full Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foregrip, made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Full Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bbrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Full Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. Kayak Fishing Radio presents The Low Sodium Show With your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler You know, nothing's better than taking a uh, a hook that someone gives you uh, A guy, local guy, is a uh, trying to get on the, the, the scene uh, of tackle, the tackle scene, excuse me, and uh, I just took the hook that he has on here and snapped it in half with my hands. <laughs> yeah, not using that crap. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the Low Sodium Show. This next segment is brought to you by HuntFishPaddle.com. Check them out at HuntFishPaddle. Uh, great, great stuff, and... Go in there, type in Low Sodium Show on your next purchase of the Duo Realist Spy Bait to receive 10% off. Alright. So, advanced drop shotting, and, 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 I, and I get a lot of people asking me about drop shotting, and I, when I say advanced, they immediately go, oh, what's your secrets? It's no secrets. Okay. Advanced is power drop shotting. I did a show on this two years ago, probably. And power drop shotting is using heavy gear, or gear than what you use normally. Um, you know, which is you know spinning gear. This is this is bait casting gear. This is fourteen, eighteen, twenty pound line, and you're really aggressive. And that is the key to, to, to power drop shotting or advanced drop shotting. Uh, and, hey, what's going on, Chris? Uh, Chris Carlisle's in the, uh, the chat room. What's going on, buddy? Um, now, the whole concept is something that I, I kind of adapted to myself. And, and <clears throat> I was fishing with a guy out in California for my last year in the Marine Corps, my last year in Cali, who hated, as he called it, coffee grinders. And he really hated them, and he adopted drop shotting as a way for him to fish. And he, and I, and I have to say, you know, uh, um, Pork Chop was his nickname, and he, I asked him if I could use his name. He said no. The uh, reason is, is he's, uh, <clears throat> he's pretty high up there in the uh, Marine Corps world. Um, he doesn't want to get in too much trouble. Um, but Porkchop, you know, was a, a a very hardcore power fisherman. Big swim baits, big baits, and, and for him to break down and you know use a small little spinning rod for big bass just didn't feel right to him. So what he was using, he was using like, and we're talking deep lakes here, folks. Um you know, using a, a, an ounce and a half, um, you know, a uh, <clears throat> a size, uh, you know, six-aught heavy-duty octopus hook, you know, with a uh, uh, an eight-inch swim bait, 10-inch worms, um, you know, and, and, and just ripping them off, you know, stroking them off the bottom. <clears throat> and he caught a lot of big bass. But, he is one end of the spectrum, okay? You know, and then, and then you got others that are on the other side. And this is kind of the happy medium that I've found, you know, is using, you know, your 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 cranking gear is what I use. Worm gear, you know, the stuff that, the, the rod that you, and the way I tell guys is this. If you had all your rods sitting in front of you and you had one rod to go to, what rod would that, would you be? You know, for me, it's mostly going to be my, my cranking green stick. 
um, you know, that that's just me. It's just my versatile rod. You know, that's the rod I'm going to use for this technique. And understanding, you know, the weights of that rod. You know, um, another great one is the one I just got from Bull Bay. Uh, if you throw jerk baits, if you throw um, a lot of frogs, you throw topwaters a lot, and, and you're looking, looking for a solid, lightweight, comfortable um, rod from Bull Bay to throw topwaters, Give Dustin a call, send him an email, and say, hey, I want the rod that you just made for Mark Delaney Crew Wheeler. Pretty sure we can get you, you know, a good deal on it. And and I'm telling you, it's got a lot of backbone. It casts a mile. I was throwing a weightless fluke today, um, you know, just really understanding the rod. And I was throwing a weightless fluke 50, 60 feet. Which is, you know, for a, a rod, uh, you know, it's only six three, six four, in length. For me to put a, you know, wow, send it out there, you know, really good backbone, really nice tip on it. It's my, it's my new favorite rod. <laughs> um, sorry for that, you know, kind of getting off track. But actually, that's the rod I'm going to use now for my power technique like this. So how does it all work? fluorocarbon is key for this okay if you have a if you don't have any rods with fluorocarbon all through the line you know spooled on there and you just have braid this is perfect for you tie on what where I, where I started was 14 pound you keep on hearing me going to um you hear me always talking about um you know 14 pound 14 pound 12 pound those numbers you find a line that doesn't that, that breaks at 14 pounds, and you, you put it in your hands, and you realize how much 14 pounds truly is. Okay? Your average hook set is only 8 pounds. Okay? It sounds funky. And, and, and you, I see these guys that are, you know, you know, I lift things up and put them down. You know, Magilla Gorilla, a gorilla for sale kind of guys, and they're rah, putting these huge hook sets in. They're only getting about eight pounds, ten pounds worth of, of force on that hook set. Um, you know, we're, we're only talking about a, a pound and a half, two pound bass. You know, uh, fourteen pound is perfect, and, and I cannot say it enough. And Huntfish Paddle has just brought on Sunline. Buy a spool of Sunline. Sniper FC. Excuse me, I got the burps. Um, and you will not be disappointed. I went out saltwater fishing for the first time this year. And I hooked into a red around docks. And these are some gnarly, barnacle-filled, nasty docks. And that red wrapped me around this pylon. Tore the red all up. I mean, there's scars all over them. Able to slide in, spin around, you know... With, I was on a boat, spin the rod around, get it free, and get them out there, and then felt the line after I got them in. And Sunline has some of the best wet abrasion resistance out on the market. I mean, I saw it. It was rubbing right against barnacles, and it came out fine. Uh, you know, they're not a sponsor, not anything, but you know what? When I believe in something like that, you know, you pay the 30 bucks for a spool of 200 yards – you know, you're going to get something out of it. I'm telling you. It's, it is the best fluorocarbon I have ever used, um, hands down. And I've used Gamma, and Gamma is another great company. Beautiful stuff. Uh, but Sunline is just awesome, so awesome, 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 awesome. So with that being said, power drop shotting. 14 pound is what your leader or main line needs to be for starters. Okay. Next thing you need to understand is that you're using half to three-quarter to ounce weight. Simple as that. Do not go any lower. You're not finessing this. This is power. This is getting their attention. Okay? And, you know, what I do is I use a um, pretty simple. 
I use one of my bullet weights for this. I've got a ton of of lead bullet weights I don't use anymore for for my for my, for punching for anything. Those are my power drop shot weights. Okay, you know, pretty simple. You slide it through, you slide the line through the hole just like you normally would. Okay, and then what I do is I <laughs> I make a loop, just a quick little you know simple loop. I slide a bead on through that loop, and then just kind of tie that bead, you know, with the palomar, so it locks itself in. That bead is a stop. Okay. The great thing about it is, is that if you snag that weight and you pop it a few times, a lot of times you're gonna break the line with that little loop knot palomar system. And all it is is you take the the um, the loop. And you just tie, you know, uh, overhand knot, bring it around, and just tighten up like you would normally a Palomar. And, you know, goes down there, and, and it's so weak that you can, you know, even with 20-pound fluoro, I could take it. It gets stuck in a rock. I pop the rod tip really hard. I'm, I'm out of the, the, the problem. And the great thing about this technique is you want your – it's a way of getting the bait down deep quickly, working it quick. And that's the biggest thing. You're working it quickly. You know that once it's down there, if the weight pops off, I'm not at I'm I'm still in the game. <clears throat> so, what you do is what I what I always do. I go up about 18 inches. This is not one that you want to go to low or you want a super long one because you're moving the bait. Is I'll go in and I tie on first things first a five aught, okay, worm hook, not the extra wide gap. The straight shank worm hook, okay. Uh, otherwise known as maybe a flipping hook, um, and I use the strongest knot I can. And nine times out of ten, I smell it. And you're going, "Whoa, this is completely different than what you've been talking about, dude." I know. Okay, I understand that. When you smell it, it comes right out the back, and because the way it's going to be set up, it's going to work just fine. Trust me. Five on, uh, flipping straight chain hook, worm hook, the the you know the ones you use on tubes or you'd use on on and any of the other ones. So what you do is bait. So my favorite baits for this are um, big profile baits, your brush hogs, um, your JP hammers, uh, the four point eight, the bigger ones. Um, you know, big grubs. There are a couple companies with some really big grubs. Uh, Devil's Spear, when you're dealing with grass, works great. Um, you know, uh, a big man's jelly worm. I really love throwing a big jelly worm <clears throat> with this setup. It is just perfect. Um, you know, a big 12, 14 inch worm. Um, really does stellar. Um, you know, big crawl baits. Uh, Power Team has a big crawl that is just stellar. Um, you know, uh, uh, Magnum Flukes were great when they're on Shad. And you've got spots. So those guys in Georgia, I'm telling you, I use this down on, uh, uh, Lanier, uh, two years ago with a 7-inch Magnum Fluke and tore up the 2-3 to three pound spots. I mean, it's a stellar technique for when you've got to move that bait quick. Now, what happens is you're going to make an uber long cast because you're using heavier weight. You're going to get it really far. And all you're going to do is once it hits the water, give it a little bit of line because this is a deep water presentation. Do not do this in shallow water. It won't work. This is, this is perfect this time of year. Those cliff banks, those big channel swings – what you're looking for 10 15 20 30 feet send that sucker out there okay hits the water give it some line you want this thing to drop straight down as it drops down the moment you see that line slack from hitting the bottom or getting a fish engage that reel and start reeling like a madman get that bait off the bottom okay Five or six turns of getting it off the bottom, 
kill it. Just drop that rod tip. Watch that bait go down. The moment it hits the bottom, start ripping it. Give it about a half second pause when it hits the bottom again. Rip and pause. Rip and pause. Rip and pause. I'm telling you, when they finally eat it, it's going to take two or three casts on that spot to get them to, to eat it most times. But once they do, especially on those big worms, I'm telling you, keep that rod tip at a 45-degree angle. You watch that line go slack. Drop that rod tip down. Let him get it in his head. You have to let him get it in his head. Okay? Her head. Whatever you want to call it. Once it's in there, I, I count to five. Okay? One. Especially with the big worms. One, two, three, four, five. I raise the rod tip slightly until I feel that he has it. I'm going to give it one crank down, and I'm going to hammer him as hard as I can. And nine times out of ten, you're going to hook up. Straight up. This is a vertical hook set, hard, while you're reeling at the same time. You will get those fish. Okay, and it'll be big fish. I catch really big fish on this technique. Baits, baits like uh, the Devil Spear, the Magnum Fluke, um, stuff like that. The moment I feel them, I'm setting the hook. Smaller bait, smaller profile. They hit it harder which means they've already got it in their maw. You don't want to give them that five count, otherwise you'll have gut-hooked fish all day. moment he has it, you hit him. Hit him hard. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know, that, that's one of, you know, that is the biggest thing. Now, one more advanced technique, and this goes to Tommy Head, um, <coughs> that I've been using before Tommy Head, actually, but Tommy Head Jigs has really made it uh, effective. Um... Tommy makes a special order of, uh, I think it's uh, 5 sixteenths, almost half ounce uh, Tommy heads. And I love, uh, you know, I love these big ones for this technique. And, and, and it's a double, double rig. Basically, heavy, heavy Tommy head jig. And, I, and, and the bait that I really like to use for this is, um, it, on the bottom, is a uh, uh, shad imitating uh, on the Tommy head. Uh, uh, a fluke, five-inch fluke is perfect for this. Um, you know, uh, something similar to that. Also, a bait I really like using is a crawl on the bottom. Uh, the Rage Crawl has a lot of action. Uh, it really looks like a bluegill. Uh, the, the Green Pumpkin, dip just the claw. Okay, on a, on a Rage or, or Zoom or anything like that, you've got a piece of claw. On the Zoom, only dip up to where the two claw pieces meet. On the Rage, you're just going to dip up to the bottom claw. Okay, that makes any sense. Just barely dip it in there. Chartreuse. It's going to look like a bluegill on, for for these fish. And, and it's going to be stellar. 12 inches up. I'm not going 18. I'm not going 24. 12 inches. It's a, it's a short setup. I am putting on a size 2 watt extra wide gap hook. And it will get um, a Fluke Junior. And the only Fluke Junior I use is Arkansas Shiner. For this technique. It looks like a lot of forage. In a lot of lakes around. You know the area. Especially here in Virginia. Especially down south. With the dirtier water. Stellar technique. That Fluke Junior. Little tip. Buy the smallest rattle you can. I get mine from Jan's Netcraft. I get them by the hundred. For like four bucks. Glass rattle. When you take a Fluke. That's got that open slit in the bottom. Open it up, and I do this before I go out. At the very back end of, of that, that slit where the tail starts, from the belly to tail, just a dab of super glue, I use Zapagap. And I place that rattle. I hold it for a second, make sure it's on there, and I put it away. And I'll do a bunch like that on those Fluke Juniors. 
that adds a rattle to it. It is very effective. A lot of times, you'll feel it. That line will go slack. Or you'll feel that gunk of the line getting pushed down. That's from that, that, that bass taking that top bait first. You set the hook, and a lot of times, especially if you're dealing with smallmouths, because they have a lot of followers, you're going to get a second hookup, like halfway to the boat. And it's going to be on that Tommy head. Um, you know, super effective technique. And this is one that you cast, and you drag, and you pop, and you kind of work it slow. But it is super effective um, for a lot of great reasons. And the Rangers are getting close to scoring a goal. Please score a goal. Please score a goal. <laughs> so, you know, all simple stuff, a little advanced, but try them. I'm telling you, try these techniques. You will not be disappointed. I promise you that. I promise you. There are others, you know, but the biggest thing with drop shotting is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the drop shot. One other thing. There is a company called uh, Secret Weapon Lures that have what's called a recoil rig. And it's an elastic band that goes underneath your hook for drop shotting. I love them to death. I truly do. Check them out. I won't talk about them all that much. Uh, because I don't want to anyone to be biased on them. Uh, give them a try. They're they're, they're pretty uh, effective, and they're 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 decently priced. So give them a shot. You will not be disappointed. So with that being said, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come right back. We're gonna jump right into spy baiting. I'm excited, folks. So with that being said, we'll be right back with more of the low sodium show, only on the kayak fishing. Radio Network. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish. And the perfect fly rod. Yeah. And get ready for some magic. What an awesome eat, I got one. Oh, damn, I got him. You got it. I got him. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. All right, folks, we were just talking about them, and you know how much I love Tommy Head Jigs. Um, And Tommy Head Jigs have really helped me to remove a lot of bad product from my uh, fishing repertoire. Um, uh, Jig heads, um, you know, jigs in general. Uh, you name it, it's it's been, you know, if I have to use a lead head, uh, you know, for anything, it's a Tommy head jig now. Because of the versatility, I tie on one jig head, and I can do so many things. Throw a skirt on there, throw a trailer, I've got a jig. Throw a uh, swim bait on there, I've got a great swim bait set up. Alabama rig users, guess what? Ho-ho! Throw on a couple of eighth ounce Tommy heads. <clears throat> And, and and personally for me, it's all Slayer. Throw some Slayers on the back of there, and you've got some boss hog killers right there, man. I'm telling you what. So check them out. Go to TommyHeadJigs.com. Pick you up a pack, and I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Again, go to TommyHeadJigs.com for more information. Folks, the secret is out. And you're going, what's the secret? The secret is Lick'em Lures and the new Tongue Slapper. Absolutely killing the bass in Florida. Killing the bass in Louisiana. Oh, and for all you smallie fishermen, guess what? They're killing them too. It looks like a goby. Looks like a crawl. Looks like anything you want. It is completely customizable. Check them out. Go to lickemlures.com. Pick you up a pack of the Tongue Slapper. Pick you up a bag of the Tongue Slapper Junior. If you're into the big old salmon up there in the Great Lakes, guess what? They've got something for you, too. So check them out. Go to lickemlures.com. Pick you up a pack. And let them know that Mark from the Low Sodium Show sent you. You are listening to the Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio. 
with your host, Mark, the Landing Crew Wheeler. All right, we are back. And again, uh, the segment is brought to you by HuntFishPaddle.com. Go to HuntFishPaddle right now. Use code LOWSODIUM to receive 10% off your next purchase of <clears throat> the Duo Realist Spy Bait. Again, go to HuntFishPaddle.com for more information. All right, let's start talking about spy baiting. What is spy baiting? Why am I talking about it? Um, and, and, and some things you need to know. Spy baiting was, first off, spy baiting technique is using, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I guess something caught in my throat. Spy baiting is using a, basically a stick bait that has one to two props on it, small props, that create a vibration in the water, in deep, clear water. It's as simple as that. Um, I'm going to take a time out real fast. Mike Ambrose asks, how are you rigging the top bait on the extra wide gap? The, the, the knot I use is the jam, uh, San Diego jam knot, okay, for, for you know, hook-to-line connection. Okay, and I'm rigging that bait with the extra wide gap, same way I would for Texas rig. Okay, only thing is, don't go as far deep when you, the, the hook run. Okay, just barely go in about an eighth of an inch. You want the eyelet to stay open. It's going to help keep things moving effectively. Okay? So, start with that. Simple as that. Now, spy baiting, back to what we were talking about. The, the, the key to spy baiting and how it started was um, guides on Lake, lake Biwa. Uh, it's a lake in Japan uh, about 30 miles outside, oh, not even that far, maybe 15 miles outside of, uh, 15 miles outside of um, uh, Tokyo. Has some really big bass in it. I see a lot of pressure, and the lake is extremely clear. I mean, stupid clear. Okay, fifteen twenty foot visibility, <laughs> um, and it is stellar. Um, you know, but. The bass there, they get no respect. They're like Ron, Ronnie Dangerfield, okay? They Japanese way of doing it is they catch them and they keep them. There is no release. It is actually part of – it was part of the, the lake's um, uh, laws, the local laws on that lake, that every bass you caught, you had to keep. So the bass there are super finicky, uh, especially – Especially because of how clear the lake is. And they have gotten very good at using at using um, uh, uh, subtle techniques to catch big bass. Okay. And back in, I'm going to say 2002, 2003, 2004, um, there were several guides that were creating custom lures. And one of the guides, I forget which one it was, went in and created a prop bait that sank, okay, and was killing the bass. A lot of guys were asking, you know, back in, in Japan, because I was there in 2005 where I first got my first taste of this technique, you know, why does it work so well and, and, and everything else? Well, uh, I can't tell you why it works so well. I, I, it just does. In clear water situations, the, the bait just is stellar. It really, <clears throat> when you're dealing with a finicky bass situation, can catch some monster bass. Um, and and you're using really light gear to do it, which is scary. I mean, really scary. Um it's 
it's funky. Uh, that's the way, best way I can I can explain it. It really shouldn't be as effective as it is, but it is effective, boy. Um, and a few rules to spy baiting. You want to be effective at it. You really want to use it. You need to use the correct gear. And the correct gear for spy baiting, a 7.2 to 7.4 uh, spinning rod, ultra light. Not going to say ultra light, but light to, to light medium. Okay? You need a very, very soft rod for this. Okay, and and the most I'd go is a medium, but we're talking super light line spinning rod here, <clears throat> almost crappie rod. You know, line tests probably in the crud. You know, we're talking you know two to two to six pound line class on that rod. Being you know the most you want on that rod and in weight to be three ounces. That's the weight of the the spy bead. The true spy baits. <clears throat> there are some new ones out there, but we're not going to get into that right now. You know that—that's the what you're looking at. Uh, reels, thousand size reel, two thousand is the biggest you'd need to go. Okay, and you spool it with no more than six pound fluorocarbon. Uh, and for this technique, I use Sunline uh, Reaction. It's—it's it's a very stretchy floral, which is why I like it for this. It gives me some some leeway, all right? So, what I use, six-pound sunline reaction, super strong, a lot of stretch, gives me the, the confidence I need. So, what you're using is super light gear, super light line, with a semi-heavy, what you know, three eighths is pretty heavy in that in that realm. And what you're doing is you do not use a Palomar knot. Do not do it. Use a San Diego jam. Use a nail knot. Use, you know, knots that are similar to that. Okay. Now, when are you going to use this technique? Clear water situations. I've used it in dirty. It just really is not as effective. You need for the bass to see it. Reason is, it's a very subtle bait. When it goes to the water column, it wiggles very slightly. Similar to when you kill a... It's very similar to when you kill a... Uh, red-eye shad. You, when you bring that red-eye shad, you kill it, and it kind of wobbles as it falls. Very similar. But this is when you're pulling it through the water. It just wobbles slightly, and those blades move. Those blades are key. <clears throat> okay? You will have bass that will bend those blades. Bend them back. This is very important that they spin very freely. I'll even add a little bit of uh, my uh, uh, line conditioner to them. Okay, uh, and, and uh, that's a silicone spray that you put on fluorocarbon. I highly recommend it for this stuff. Spray it on there. It helps that sucker spin. Okay, now, one thing real fast. The reason you use this no more than six-pound fluorocarbon, okay, is this bait because the props wants to rise in the water column, okay, and they defeated that by making it three-eighths of an ounce. If it's any lighter, it rises really quick. But if you are using anything heavier than, than, than six pounds, you start to create a buoyant situation, even with fluorocarbon's ability to sink. Okay? You need that six pound to be able to cut through the water because you're reeling this, this the whole time to keep that bait from rising up. Simple as that. Okay? Now, if you don't like using a full spool of fluoro, go with micro-line braid. We're talking five-pound braid, Alberto knot to the six-pound fluoro, four-pound fluoro. I've got one reel, one spool that has four-pound fluoro. 
I barely ever use it because a lot of my clear lakes around me have a lot of wood and debris. That sucker catches that wood once, I'm, it's over with. Okay? I use a six-pound. I believe in it. It works better for me. When are you going to use this? Again, clear water. I cannot stress that enough. <coughs> you need that clear water. You need this ba- the bass to see this bait. Okay? So how do you fish it? It's pretty simple. You make an uber-long cast. Okay? Hence the long rod. Hence the light tip. Okay? Once you make that cast, you're going to give it a, a, a countdown. Know where you're fishing. Okay? If the water is 20 feet deep, I'm going to give it an 18 count. It sinks about a foot a second. Okay? The the ones I use, they sink about a foot a second. Okay? So you're going to send this out there, and if I'm 20 feet, I'm going down an 18 count. Okay, I don't want this to hit the bottom. I want it just above the bottom. Okay? Woo! Send it out there. Super long cast. 20 foot deep, 18 count. 1, 2, etc. 18. I'm going to flip the bale finally. And I'm going to start reeling really slow, keeping that rod parallel to the water. Okay? And I'm just going to reel it real... Not slow... But not speed demon either. Just nice and consistent. Okay, you'll start to realize when that that bait starts to rise, you'll see your line actually start picking up on the water. It's not laying on the water. It starts picking up higher off the water. You need to slow down. If you're reeling it and you start feeling tick, 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 you're hitting the bottom. Now, if you're working in gravel areas, let it tick that bottom. Okay, I'm just going to real slowly, yeah, you know, not slow, but, you know, slower than what I'm used to, so I say slow. Okay, just keep it reeling. Every so often, give it a, a, a slight pause. Don't speed it up, because it'll make it rise real high in the water column. Just the way those, bl- those, that, those blades work. Just, just reel it. Just reel. Just relax. Take it easy. Close your eyes. The closest thing I can, I can say this to is for all you... Um, uh, 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 surf casters out there from the northeast. Needlefish plugs. Fish it like a needlefish. If that makes any sense. And I know I got several guys from Connecticut. I got several guys from Rhode Island, uh, Maine that listen to the show. If you throw the needlefish, okay, you know what I'm talking about. Right? That slow, consistent reel. And what happens is when that bass bites... Okay, it'll scare you. It's not a tip, tip, tip. It's a rah, and that rod's gonna power up and load up really hard. Okay, don't set. Do not set the hook. Just keep reeling. Pick up your speed, but keep reeling for the first three to four seconds of that bite. Okay, you do not want to set the hook. You will break your line. Just keep reeling. Once that three or four seconds have gone by, and you know you have that fish, just just lean into them a little bit. Reel and lean. It's going to sink those hooks even deeper. Okay? You have that fish, take your time. Do not panic. Do not lose your mind. Don't do anything crazy. Just, just play that fish. Okay? Play them. Don't think crazy. Super effective drag is mucho needed. Okay? High quality reel. I'm telling you, don't buy a $20 reel for this. You need a drag that is super smooth. Okay? Fight that fish in. Get him in. All right? Take your time. If it takes you 30 minutes, it takes you 30 minutes. Okay? But take your time. Be smart. And you will get that bass in. Okay? When you get them in, stop. Feel your line. Always retie after a bass. 
always retire after a bass. Okay? I'm telling you, you don't want... to have any issues or thoughts of you know why you lost a fish always retie okay now a few things you need to know spy baiting relies heavily on a stupid 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 sharp hooks Okay, if you even think for a second that your hook is not surgically, you know, could be used potentially to stitch you up, change them out. I have one small box of, and I actually just made a big switch. I I took VMC out. I was having issues with VMC lately. Um, Rangers just scored. (laughs) <laughs> oh, happy day. Oh, this is about as calm as you'll find me during a Ranger score. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> definitely, 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 definitely. Change out your hooks. The two hooks I use are the KVD... Uh, light wire, short shank uh, hooks, and depending on who you get, depends on uh, which style of spy bait. Depends on the size. They all on the on the outside of the package have the the hook size. Do not go to heavier hook. Do not go to a smaller hook. <laughs> Stick to that hook size. The other ones I use are the trocar hooks. They're already a, uh, a little heavier wire, um, but they just work very well. They're stupid sharp. Okay, do not, do not um, try to lip a bass with trocar hooks. You will find them quickly in your hand or in your arm. Okay, belly weight, belly pick them up or use a net. Okay, for your safety, please. Okay. And change out your hooks often. Don't throw the hooks away. Just change them out. Learn how to to sharpen hooks. Okay, there's some great videos online. Um, And I actually sharpen my hooks with a stone. I don't use a file. I use a stone. Um, Just the same way I would would my knives. And, you know, I work them over the stone. And they work great. Uh, you know, sharpen them, I'll put them right back. Uh, you know, I've got one channel that has, that is just always open for, for hooks that have, you know, not made the the cut. But changing out hooks is extremely effective. The second tip I'm going to give you is use a scent. I use stick scents. Um, you know, Procure is great. I love the stuff. But Procure gets in those blades, it slows them down. I use a stick style, okay? There are hundreds out there. Find ones you like. And I always use a minnow flavor. Um, you know, all you need to do is one pass down each side. That's it. Nice and light. Nothing too crazy. It's all you need. All right. Spy beating is easy. Don't be afraid of it. Give it a try. And... <clears throat> Huntfish Paddle is giving you a chance. Okay. 10% off. Alright. A purchase of, of the Duo Realists, which are the original spy bait baits. Okay. Pick yourself up uh, five or six. <laughs> okay. They're pretty darn cheap. They're only about 10 bucks. Okay. Uh, with, with the discount. Alright. You will not be disappointed, I promise you that. And, let, and the, the activation code is low sodium. Alright? Simple as that. Go out there. Try spay, spy baiting. You will not be disappointed. I promise you that. If you're in clear water finicky situations, that is the one that I always tie on. 
All right. We had a great show tonight. Hope everyone's having a, uh, had a great weekend. Hope you have a great Father's Day weekend coming up. Get out there and do some fishing. I'd like to thank all of the sponsors from the Low Sodium Show. Orca Coolers, Bull Bay Rods, Jackson Kayaks. Kayaks, they're coming out with some good stuff. Definitely check them out. Uh, Lick'em Lures, Tommy Head Jigs, and HuntFishPaddle.com. Like them on Facebook, please. Give them a like. Let them know that you heard them here first. All right? So with that being said, have a great Father's Day weekend, everybody. Take a kid fishing. It's now the time to do it. Definitely check them out. Get the kids out there. Get them fishing. All right? Rangers made it to the goal. Two or nothing. Yeah, baby! Okay, I'm done. Um... Take it fishing. They don't make memories in front of a TV. Okay, lasting memories. Always wear your PFD. We lost another angler because they weren't wearing their PFD. Okay. Please, 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 always wear your PFD. Um, I'm currently working on on something with um, several companies, PFD companies. So... Please, 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 always wear your PFD. Always wear your PFD. Does you no good if you're sinking and it's floating away. And if you get out this weekend, to remember, fortune favors the bold. And to remember, to get your fish on, man. Ha ha! Have a great weekend, everybody. Catch you next time on the Low Sodium Show. Have a great night. Go Rangers!